It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Monday, August 22nd, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. The heat wave is finally broken in Calgary. Or it's, I guess it's supposed to be warm today, but uh, the rest of the week is a little more comfortable. Yeah. That was wild. It was hot for like three weeks yeah, longer. Yeah, that's super rare here. Yep. Have we ever had consistent temperatures of 30 degrees for that long? I don't know. That was like one of the longest stretches I've seen since I lived here. Totally. Uh, I didn't hate it, but I'm also not going to hate it being a little more comfortable. Not at all. uh, We'll both talk about our weekends a bit on the show today. Uh, We're going to talk about the RCMP, something I'm thinking of buying, inviting children to weddings. Uh, We're playing a song on the air right now that one friend of the show thinks is full of white girls' phrases. (laughs) Uh, we'll debate room temperature. Something you see on the road quite often. A couple of new insults I'm trying out. First, you're out of context clip of the show. What was Chad the patron saying of? Douchebaggery? <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A friend of mine got married this weekend in a church, and it was very beautiful. Everything was lovely. But uh, the, the church was St. Chad's Church. I was like, there was... There was a saint named Chad. What was Chad the patron saint of? Douchebaggery? <laughs> I've never heard of Saint Chad. I have never heard of Saint was Chad before this. Yes. Uh, Chad I of it up. Mercia. There uh-huh. he is. But I can't help I'm died so sorry. In, died in the year six seventy two. You're gonna be like we show up to this church, very beautiful. <laughs> like all I can envision though is this this amazing mural in a church, you know, and all the saints are in their traditional robes, then one of the saints is off in the corner in a White tank top and <laughs> white Oakley sunglasses. And you're like, who the hell is that? Oh, that's St. Chad. That's St. Chad. We don't really Please talk about him. him. Like, St. Chad is in the corner butt chugging a beer. All the other ones have this very regal look yeah. in their face. And, I can st- <laughs> and there's the stained glass. This beautiful stained glass imagery. And it's Chad just fist bumping at a beach party in Kelowna or something like it's like Whoa. the the Last Supper and freaking St. Chad is over there keg standing. Like, come on, Chad. Instead of wine, it's like rock star vodka that they give you, and they refer it to they refer to it as Jesus buying the whole church oh, around. My God. <laughs> okay, now Jesus is gonna buy the whole church around. Everybody, get up here. <laughs> beautiful stained glasses. You know, everybody in their robes again. St. Chad over there has his robes lifted and he's doing the helicopter with his wiener. You're yeah. like, honestly, St. Chad again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's, I could do it. I don't think I could be wed in St. Chad's church. No. I'd be like, we need to find another church. Priest like, is like, all right, everybody, remote start your trucks. We're almost done here, so get them warmed up. <laughs> all at once. Oh, freaking St. Chad once Chad. again. Come on, man. <laughs> The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I don't remember why, but I referred to someone as useless the other day. I was like, oh, that guy's useless. Mm. And my boys overheard. And they're like, what do you mean by that? So I had to explain it. It's kind of a harsh thing to call someone, isn't it? It's pretty harsh, yeah. Useless? You're, like, just, you're like, good for nothing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing They're here? really good for nothing. <laughs> my dad used to take it one step further, especially if he was talking about a hockey player he didn't like. We'd call them a useless waste of skin. Oh, boy. A waste of skin. Yeah, that like, hurts. Could have, could That's have a harsh s- one. It really is. When you think about it. Could have done something better with that skin that you're in. What are you going to do? <laughs> make a blanket out of it? Like, I, this is weird. Yeah. When, when I was younger, me and my buddies, when, when Hal Gill was still playing in the, in the league in the NHL, we used to call him Big Useless. 
So we just thought for a guy his size, he wasn't doing a whole lot out there. And there was a, my friends had a bong that we called Hal Gill because it was, it was a really tall bong and whoever smoked it would be useless after that. Oh my God. Much, much like Hal Gill himself. That hurts. <laughs> You should write him and let him know that. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be thrilled it's to one hear of those that. Things you should, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is what we did with your name. Mm-hmm. There's another insult I've been trying out lately. I like this one too. And it's re- it refers to a specific type of person. It's kind of like it's younger guys like in a group that have kind of a really goofy energy going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and I, I think a lot of young guys go through this phase where you're just kind of really cranked up, you know, and you're with your buddies and you're being kind of goofy. The guys that always go, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, Let's go. That's the new thing that drives me bonkers. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's go. I like to call them YouTubers. (laughs) Get a load of these YouTubers over here. That's pretty funny. Get off the sidewalk, you YouTubers. That being said, a lot of people, depending on the generation, take that as a compliment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I want to be when I grow up, a YouTuber. It's a specifically, like, goofy energy that, like, the YouTube stars have, though. And I would not want to be Like a Jake Paul energy. Yeah. Oh, what a YouTuber that guy is. Oh, my God. He is such a YouTuber. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I nearly got hit by a car the other day. Uh, I was biking, and he didn't see me at all, and just did a left turn right in front of me, and I was going down the path, and I was like, oh, man, and it was it was pretty close. I had to rip on the brakes pretty hard, and I was a little bit mad at the time. By a little bit mad, I was, I was furious, actually, at the moment. Uh, but then here's the thing. As he turned, he gave me the sorry wave. He, like, looked at me, and then he saw that he didn't see me, and he lifted his hand up and did the, like, and then mouth sorry to me. And the minute he did that, I went from being super angry to being like, oh, okay, we're good now. Like, totally happy about the whole thing. I was like, oh, no, no. So I actually did it back to him. I did the wave back. I was like, it's okay, man. It's okay. <laughs> you nearly killed me, but it's fine because you acknowledged it. So. This is what's hilarious. I was just going to say that. This is the point is that I'm, I don't know if I'm the only one like this, but, like, you can make a huge mistake like that. As long as you acknowledge, though, that you were sorry, then I instantly am like, okay, we're good then. Yeah. Like, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. You nearly I'm... murdered me. Honestly, you were pretty close to just running me over and I would be dead. But just because you acknowledged it and you, you apologized, I'm good with it. Fine. Like, you'll be driving and someone will do something stupid. Yeah. Cut you off, something dangerous. And I, I always have to, like, see them. You know, I want to get up beside them and see. I need to see the face of the person who did this to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm always like, oh, yeah, just as I suspected, they've got a stupid face, <laughs> you know? And if they, but you're right, if they like look over and like, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. You're like, at least you mm-hmm. are aware. Totally. It's the people who are completely oblivious yes. that you're, like, you have no idea that you nearly caused a big accident back there. That's yeah. the people that you're really upset with. Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, people make mistakes and even if the mistake cost me my life, I'm fine with it. As long as, <laughs> as long you as then you... apologize after, you know, just apologize. If I'm gone, just apologize to my parents after I'm like, oh, it's all good. It's all, <laughs> you apologize. It's fine. This also, yeah, it, it suggests that someone could be a total menace on the road, For but sure. as long as they're just waving it out, hey, right? oh, oh no, sorry about that one too. Oh yep. man, not oh, again. Yep. Look at me. They're like, I'm look, I can sorry. get away with absolutely anything. All I have to do is just do the sorry wave after. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A friend was staying with us the other night, and McKenna and I had to run out after we'd put the kids to sleep. So this friend stayed at the house in case one of them got up. And uh, when we got back, he said Bo had been awake and come downstairs. And Bo does this thing that I think many kids do where he will, like, he'll repeat himself over and over again to, just to stall and to buy time to not have to go back to bed. Right. So in this case, he was very concerned that our friend was, like, going to go downstairs to his room and, and not stay in the living room. Oh. So he's like, so you're, you're, you'll stay in the living room, right? And he's like, yeah, okay, okay so you'll, like, you'll, you'll be down here? He's like, okay, so if I go upstairs, you'll, you'll still be in the living room. And 
My friend's like, yeah, Bo. Like, yeah. He said Bo was doing a bedtime filibuster. That's pretty cool. And funny. I was like, that is hilarious. That's yep. exactly That's what, totally what he's kids doing. do. Yep. It's like, if I just keep talking and don't stop talking, then I won't have to go to bed. Right. So if I totally. don't, don't even let anybody else get a word in, then I can stay up until I run out of gas. That's hilarious. It is a little kid bedtime filibuster. Mm-hmm. Um, that's got to be one of the strangest words that we use, filibuster. Yeah. So Shauna. Etymology with Shauna. Would you please give us the origin of the word filibuster? Yes. So it goes back to 1591, but back then the word was actually flea booter. Okay. So it originated, they think, from the Dutch, but back then in the 17th century, uh, these quote-unquote flea booters raided the Spanish colonies in the Caribbean and earned a bad reputation in doing so. But the stuff that flea booters stole was called booty. Okay, so yeah, like pirate they, booty? They would flee with booty. Flea mm-hmm. booters. That's where they got that name. Eventually, though, through, like most words, mishearing and different languages and everything else, they added an extra syllable and it became filibuster. Uh, but it took on the political meaning in the 1850s. And filibusters then were people from the U.S. who traveled to Central America and the Spanish West Indies to illegally encourage revolutions. So they were okay. then called filibusters then. And then in the year 1890, it was the first used to mean the tactic of talking for a long time to obstruct, you know, Senate business. <laughs> uh, the filibusting senators, though, were kind of seen as pirates raiding Congress for their own political gain. So that's how it kind of went back to the flea booters who were also pirates, right? So flea booter okay. was kind of used in this political sense to mean that you're kind of pirating Congress. <laughs> you're stealing time. You're from stealing Congress. time from Congress. <laughs> well, yeah, so. I was gonna say, it doesn't really have anything to do with, the way we use it now doesn't have anything to do with like the original pirates or nope. uh, or the revolutionaries, right? Nope. So, but it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek way of just describing what <laughs> happens in Congress. You're pirating people's They're time. Flea so booting. You're flea booting. The time. You're flea booting time. Etymology with Shauna. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. This is a really dumb question, Beckler, but what's the normal temperature to keep your house at? Obviously, if you don't have air conditioning, I understand you can't control this, but if you have AC and you have the unit set up, right, where you're posting what you should or what you think the temperature of the house should remain yeah. at, what is it? Or in the wintertime? Yeah. Um, I prefer my house a bit colder than this, but I think room temperature is considered to be about 21 degrees Celsius. Okay. So I was wrong then. But I like it around 17, 18 probably. Yeah. Okay. What did you think it was? Well, I was in a hotel with my boyfriend over the weekend, and of course they have the thermostat, and I thought that it should always stay around 74, which is 23. Okay. And so I was like, yeah. no, I thought that that's the standard, the standard temperature. I thought like that universally 74 is kind of what it said. And Cliff was like, no, no, it's 69. That's what everybody needs to, which 69 is 20. He's like, no, everybody puts their house at 69. That's what you. The American Heritage Dictionary of the English Language identifies room temperature as around 20 to 22 Celsius. So 21 would have been bang on. 23 would be on the high end of room temperature. Okay. Mm, 20 would be on the lower end of God, it. No, so I was certain. You I weren't thought, off like crazy. No, but I was just like, I thought I was, I was certain that it was 74, but yeah, I guess 23 degrees when you think about it is a little warm. My dad would set it at like 60. My Oops. dad loved his. I don't know Fahrenheit. I know. I don't know why all of the thermostats are normally set in Fahrenheit, it seems, but 50, 
15.5 is what 60 is. Like, Dad, that's insane. That's kind of nice, though. I like a cold house. Holy crap. Like a cold no, house are... and then a war- then warm blankets at night. Our house was famous for being freezing. All my friends to this day laugh because they're like, when we went to your house, we would all have to bring an extra layer <laughs> of clothing because your dad would keep it freezing in there. We'd walk in. It would just be a wall of air. It would be like... 35 degrees outside and you go into the house you're like oh <laughs> it was using the pointy nipple index to totally it was awful because we we had a pool in the backyard growing up so we'd be swimming as kids and then you have to go to the bathroom and the oh. worst ever yeah coming in wet soaking wet and you have to go through this freezing ass house to get to the bathroom conversely though i mean people who keep their house way too hot I always find that super weird when someone's got her like 28 degrees there i remember like I growing up like that doing bottle drives for sports and stuff like or even at halloween when you were a kid you'd notice it like the door would open and just whew, like blast of heat would come out like, yeah what are you guys doing in there our friend Irvin what is you- like that he likes it as a tropical paradise you go to his place and there's like there's condensation coming from the windows because of how damn hot it is in there you're he like lives in a greenhouse what is going on maybe yeah. he's trying to get you to strip down when you come over you ever consider that you know what that's probably what it is now that you say <laughs> Do you mind if i get totally naked here <laughs> yeah, that's what i'm hoping for yeah mm. the bns and 20 minutes or less podcast friend of the show mandy and she said, the new Alexis on Fire song, Sans Soleil, has been totally ruined by our white girl saying segment. Oh, no. Because Why? she says she's realized the lyrics of this song are loaded with depressing white girl sayings. I've never so, thought of this, but... So here's the line okay. specifically that she's referring to. So these days won't last, this too shall pass. Is that a white girl saying? Uh, I mean, we've we've read similar ones to that, so yeah. This too shall, where does that come from, though? That's an old... Lord of the Rings. That's all it reminds me of (laughs) anytime I hear passing. Uh, It's an old Persian adage. Okay. I guess. So... Okay. Not white girl in origin. No. No. um, And then there's the this line, too, which Mandy also thought was pretty white girl. That part. Okay. It's easier to love someone else than it is to be kind to yourself. Is that white girl? Well, I mean, that. yeah, it sounds it sounds white girl. Okay, it does. Like, it's stuff that you can picture on barnwood signs in your house, so. Yeah. I really like that line, though. Yeah, no, it's great. Both of them are good. They're a little deeper than some of the other. Like, we're not talking wine and dogs here, okay? No. So it's a lot deeper than that. These are pretty deep. Yes. Um. But I've always, I, I really liked the way that that contrasted with like the heaviness of the song later on. I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was, but yeah, I guess it is a little white girl. Mandy's not wrong. No, she's teetering on a white girl for sure. She said, Tell me I'm wrong. Well, you're not wrong, Mandy. No. We got Lexus on Fire has gone white girl with their new stuff. How many, how many exposed ass cheeks in a thong bikini out of 10 do those ones get, uh, you think? A few of them. Yeah. A few yeah. ass cheeks. Few ass cheeks. Few ass cheeks. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Didn't get this person's name, but they texted and said, went through the wedding thing a couple years ago. We decided we wanted to have kids at our wedding because we just wanted that atmosphere. But I think the reason a lot of people don't is because it really fills up your guest list fast. I never thought of that before, but totally. I didn't, I didn't either. They said every kid is another friend you can't invite. And the other thing is money. When you're paying by the plate, it can double your food costs to have everyone bring their kids. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the kid's probably not going to eat or appreciate the whole meal. Nope. So, 
I mean, if yeah, if everyone brings kids, you could easily add fifty percent more people to your guest list, and then you have to start cutting friends. So yeah, I never never thought of that, but it makes perfect sense. Yep. 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 Um, on an unrelated note, we were talking last week just about kind of how sort of how podcasts work in terms of how like most people listen at the front and then they taper off a bit. I just saw a bunch of interesting t- statistics on podcasts. So there are four million podcasts on on Spotify right now. Four wow, million of them. Wow, that's crazy. But the thing is, most of them are just like started and abandoned. Right. So that makes sense. Uh, this I was reading. This is from a, like a, a, a trade publication, but I was just reading that someone did an analysis of it and said that like less than a third have more than ten episodes, and like less than half have even three episodes. So I think like people have an idea, put a podcast out, realize that there isn't an audience right away, or that it's a lot of work, yep. and then abandon it. Um, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Then they looked at the number of podcasts that come out like consistently. So of the 4 million podcasts on on Spotify, they looked at podcasts with 10 plus episodes that produced at least one episode in the past 10 days. And that's only 3.9% of all the podcasts on Spotify. So, wow. Yeah. So, I mean again, that makes perfect sense. It's funny because podcasting, as we've talked about before, it was just kind of a cool thing to do. So a lot of people experimented, tried it out, and then eventually were like, nah, I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know, kind of lose interest quickly. Like any new hobby, really. Mm-hmm. You know, you try something, you're like, nah, not for me. Never mind. Yeah, that's true. Like, I wonder how many, how that would compare to, like, the number of guitars that have been bought oh, and then abandoned man. in a corner, right? Like, it's... Yeah. But it's still, I mean, if you if you do the math on that, that's still 155,000 podcasts that are updating regularly. Yep. So that is still a ton of content out there. Totally. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was uh, at a wedding on the weekend, and I realized after the fact that the wedding was childless. No kids there? No kids were invited. Uh, no children were at the wedding. And then I realized that the last three weddings I've been to are child- were childless weddings. Okay. I got thinking about that, and I was like, I didn't, you know, really notice. Like, it wasn't like, oh, wow, this is clearly no kids around. I got thinking about if I would want to do that or not, like have a wedding where you are saying that people cannot bring children. And at first I was like, well, I guess if you don't have kids at the wedding, then selfishly, you know, maybe you can spend more time with those people because they won't be worried about in chasing their kids around the whole time, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But on the other hand, I was like, is that really that big an advantage? Like if you're the bride and groom, you hardly get to really chat to many people anyway. Right. Like, I find you see everybody super briefly, so whether they have kids or not, like, is there really a huge advantage to that? I was Like, why do people specifically say no kids? Like, what are the big advantages? Because the presence of kids anywhere changes the atmosphere. Okay. Of it. it changes, like, yeah. you know, how people behave, I think. And like you said, the parents are worrying about their kids and not Fair. about, like, enjoying the day. And Yeah. Yeah, it really, I mean, it does change things. But I always um, think, like, as a parent, is that... A positive or a negative when you see that on the invitation? Because, I mean, then you have to, of course, set up childcare for your kids if you want to yeah. go to that wedding. Depending on the wedding and where it is, it would prevent us from going sometimes because yeah. let's if let's say you got married somewhere where I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. What the hell am I supposed to do with my kids? Yeah. Right? So, like if people have to travel. Then I wouldn't, yeah. Then right? I wouldn't be able to go. Yeah. And that's so, the I, that's the tough part, right? Like. I guess I, you're right. If it's local or in town, then they can just grab a babysitter yeah. and maybe they'd appreciate that. But Yeah, I don't want to bring my kids. Yeah. I would much rather leave them with a sitter and just go and enjoy an adult night for sure. Right. 
Um, yeah, if you're traveling. And I mean, weddings, the thing is, so many people are traveling. Like this yes. wedding, most people were coming from other, elsewhere. So saying no kids, I'm like, that seems like it would be tough on some people. Yeah. They just wouldn't be going, I guess. And we didn't we didn't invite kids to our wedding, but I think like some close family members who had to travel and stuff did bring their kids still. Right. It's like, all right, well, yeah, I get it. You know what else you're supposed to do? So, Fair. and if you had like, I mean, if you had like a lot of nieces and nephews, say, and you were close to the whole family, maybe you'd want the kids there, want them to be part of the celebration. Holy man, but, when I've been to some Saskatchewan weddings, let me tell you the amount of kids that are running around there. There are nieces. Woo, there, there are, are nephews. There are nibblings. There's some cousins that are, you know, <laughs> some hot cousins. Some hot cousins. Yeah. God bless the Saskatchewan Neckin. wedding. Uh, yeah. It's, God, it's always a good time. Yeah. It's all, but it's also tough. Like, do you put that like? Right on the invitation, no children. I know. Because we're like, ah, oh, that seems like a little too harsh to put on there. So we're like, well, we'll just put the names of the couple that's invited. Right. And hope that they assume, since their kids' names aren't on there, since it isn't no so-and-so and family, right? that it's not. It's just them. Cause... And if you're unclear, you'd hope that you'd, they'd reach out to you and ask, right? Yeah, like, so... oh, I noticed that it says this. Does that mean no kids? And they'd be like, yep. Mm-hmm. Keep, <laughs> That's exactly keep your what it kids means. at home. All right. The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast. I'm thinking of buying a spray tan gun, Shauna. Your own personalized and a, spray tan and a tent. gun. Okay. You gonna do some spray tanning? I think it's so. Okay. We've we've spent the whole summer outside. Basically, we've yeah. had such a good summer, and I've got a solid tan going. Uh, but I was thinking about the cold winter, mm-hmm. where us white folks can get a little pasty. It's I mean, a bit of a bummer. There's pasty, and then there's me, who becomes there's, translucent. And there's you. Then jellyfish Shauna <laughs> becomes the thing. I know, it is crazy. Like, you look now, and you're like, oh, I look nice and tan. And then I'm like, yeah, and give me two weeks. The minute that sun goes away, like, it doesn't take long for me to return right back to jellyfish. It won't last. No. Just, uh, one of my friends made a joke. Who li- one of my friends who listens to the show made a joke the other day. I forget what it was, but they pointed it. Hey, it's the color of Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> totally. If you see anything that's like so pale, it's purple almost. Like it's got a weird hue, and then that's that's me. Like a dead foot. That's me in the winter. But then, yeah, the summer I somehow tan. It's a very strange. I go for very various shades. So you and I have dialed in some self tanner brands that work real well, right? We have the ones we swear by. Except Mm -hmm. applying it is a friggin' job. It is. How do you even do it by your? How do you get your back? I kind of just leave my back. Okay. Yeah, there's always a dead. a white tinge down lower back. Although, again, during the Hand summer, prints. there is too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Because McKenna and I do it for each other, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's a workout. Like, yeah. I'm sweating by the end of applying it to someone. Just, yeah, I'm clearly not as devoted as you are. I no. just kind of put it in the, the odd spot here and there. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't use tanning beds because I've heard how horrible yes. they are for you. Not good for you. Um, so I'm thinking spray tan machine it is. Okay. Set up the old tent in the basement. Mm-hmm. Anybody wants spray tan, come on by. Why you should just do it in the backyard, you know? In Invite the winter? all your neighbors and stuff out there too. Yeah, just you you freezing your your gonads off. Yeah, forget what you could do friends too, right? That's true. Hey, you're over. You want a spray tan? Spray tan. Strip party. on down, get in the tent. Yeah. Blast you with the fake tanner. I mean, people have Botox parties and stuff. You could just have a spray, t- a spray tan party. Sure. Get real weird about it. Go way too dark. Oh yeah. Go like b- bodybuilder shades. Mm-hmm. Walking around like that. I'd do that. Donald Trump color. Be pretty funny. Do the kids too. Spray <laughs> spray the children as Mini well. Mini Trumps. What the hell? You got some carrot kids over there. <laughs> Family's looking weird. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I was reading some takes from mayors of different small towns regarding the provincial police force. 
Yeah. And uh, quite a few of those small town mayors are saying that despite what the media is saying, they do not, in fact, want a provincial police force. And I'm not really that well versed on the pros and cons of either. Although I read this headline, it says rural Alberta mayor wants the RCMP to stick. And then I read that a public demand that Alberta stick with the RCMP has been signed by 32 towns, 27 villages, seven organizations, six counties, three summer villages, uh, two other municipalities in the city of Wetaskiwin. Okay, so, so they have quite a few communities on board with keeping the RCMP around. Quite a few, yeah. And it's funny because when I read that these mayors want the RCMP to stick, I mean, I, I thought that perhaps we could help with this as well. Hmm. And help these small town mayors, right? Because, I mean, they want the RCMP to stick around. Yep. And we're good at, you know, image updating. Yep, promoting that sort of thing. I, uh, I'll i be honest with you. I, 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 mine are terrible here. Mine are just really bad. My, okay. My, so. Well, we're going to try. We're going to try. Okay, fair warning. We'll try. Fair okay. warning. Make we'll the RCMP sexy. sexy. Ooh. Put on a playlist and we'll have our own musical ride. Oh, that's a lot of members. <laughs> All shapes and sizes, too. <laughs> Shouldn't you be mounted? Ooh. Oh, I'd like to thank you for your services. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get pretty excited when our CMP... I had that, that one too. Sucked. No, uh, sucked it's so the same, bad. The same. Like, oh, what am I, me... six years old? RC and PPs. <laughs> oh. Just terrible. <laughs> Boom. That's a big unit. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.